0: everybody welcome back to bat force radio batman slash dc podcast with no limits and we got a really special wonderful episode tonight but let me bang the uh the panel out of the way i got grandpa batman over in texas howdy and i got robin cross <laughs> up in uh canada a boot a boot a boot every special guest tonight ladies and gentlemen before this year before the world so at scary on the big screen we had the definitive voice of Wonder Woman span multiple multiple platforms that everyone has been familiar with for so long in terms of how this character has been portrayed. And we're lucky enough tonight to have the voice actress for Wonder Woman, the voice of Wonder Woman. She has done countless roles for the iconic figure. We're talking about Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Superman Batman Apocalypse, Justice League Doom. She has also voiced Wonder Woman for the groundbreaking Netherrealm fighting games for DC Comics, Injustice Gods Among Us, and Injustice 2, which just recently hit. When I think of the voice of Wonder Woman, or the presence through the voice of Wonder Woman, there's no other person I could think of than our special guest tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, your Princess of Themyscira, the talented and beautiful Susan Eisenberg.
2: Wow, that. Wow. Um. An introduction. <laughs> Thank you, kind sir. That was lovely. Well,
1: the truth is, oh, now he's is been looking forward to this for a while. We really <laughs> we meant every
0: That word. was
2: really very sweet. Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, the, the, the trick is to hail
0: Athena. <laughs> I was I, was, I was, have <laughs> been saying that all day. <laughs> and why
2: shouldn't you? I say it all day. <laughs>
0: hail Athena! All right, so um, to break it off. First of all, Susan, how are you? How's life?
2: Uh, you know, like life is good. Life is a little busy. Um, and, I, you know, no complaints. I mean, listen, we've got a Wonder Woman film. It's all good. Well, I guess being that we... Um,
0: that's what everyone's talking about right now in general as well. Uh, did you like the movie? What did you think of the movie?
2: I loved the movie. You know, I, um, I've been really, you know, honest about not having grown up with these... You know, I didn't grow up in the comic book world. So it wasn't like I've been holding my breath for this... For decades, like so many of the fans have.
4: Right.
2: Um. Having said that, I was giddy um, to to see it, and I was, you know, I was thrilled that it was so good, mm-hmm. um, because it just would have it would have been so hard had it not been good. You know, it's like the fans have been waiting and waiting, and you know they got something amazing, and they love it obviously from the feedback, and so it makes me happy. It just makes me very very happy.
0: Did, uh, did you go to the premiere? I did. How, how was that? Tell us about the experience. That must well, have been amazing. You know,
2: it was um, it, th- the energy in the room was electrifying. I mean, it, it was a, a lot of industry people. And yet, it was a lot of industry people who love Wonder Woman. And you could feel the excitement. You could feel the anticipation. Um, People were so excited. And then, of course, Gal and Chris Pine and uh, Patty Jenkins were there to introduce the film. And so they spoke first and um, and then we showed it. And it was, you know, the audience erupted in applause so often and you just knew, like you just felt like you were a part of something special. And, you know, it's history because, like I say, I mean, she's she was created in 1941 and. Here we are. 2017, we have a Wonder Woman film.
0: Hm, that is that is pretty wild. Uh yeah, I was lucky enough to uh to go to the Warner's early screening as well and uh I don't remember ever being in a movie where there was that much cheering and applause. I've been to like a lot of old like blockbuster movies that are like historic now, but this this overdid it. This was just we've all been waiting for uh, the definitive superhero, you know, live action movie for I guess forever you know like seventy years yeah. plus i mean there, there was a, a supergirl movie but sadly enough that's been forgotten about even though it was, it was <laughs> pretty good but uh but uh, but wonder woman is just one of the most iconic names in this you know modern modern day i guess american mythology whatever you want to call it so it
2: is and and also like just i think the tone of it um given some of the other movies um superhero movies that have been kind of on the dark side and you know rather depressing. This this just had so much, um, lightness to it. I mean, yes, there was heaviness, there's war, there's death. Um, but there's also romance and love and, um, and joy and family and discovery. And you really go on that journey with Diana and, um, you know, it just, it hit all the notes. It really did.
3: Yeah. Plus Chris Pine is just dreamy.
2: He's, <laughs> His- He's he dreamy. Is dreamy. <laughs> he, he is dreamy. And I have to say their chemistry was, you know, va 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 boom. I mean I thought they, they had such great chemistry. That's that's a
0: good point, yeah. And he and he's he's he impressed the hell out of me because I was telling you oh, guys he's great. Like in the last episode I went into the movie, uh I, I didn't feel like I was really gonna care much about Trevor because it's how could you shine at all next to Wonder Woman? But he did such a remarkable job and he He's
2: such a pro, right? He's such a pro and it's so effortless for him and he brought the comedy and honestly, I've used the word a lot, but he was so delightful. He Mm. was, he was just like this delightful presence and it's a feel good movie. I mean, despite some of the, you know, sadder, darker elements to it, um, you know, you feel good and the anticipation, like I said, was so high and um, you felt it and then when it, when it like just kills it and is so good, there was such a, like, um, people were just exulting. I mean, they were just so, so happy.
0: Yeah, well, that's a wonderful thing.
2: For, yeah, it was wonderful. It really was. It was a great night.
0: Now, now uh, you met Gal, I take it, at the... Uh,
2: I have, but briefly, once.
0: Yeah, the two Wonder... I think I seen an image online. I was like, oh, the two yeah. wo- the two Wonder Women right there. That is so odd. I know.
2: <laughs> and, and it was just by chance. I mean, it wasn't like it was organized. We literally i was walk we have the same agent and i was walking into a meet for a meeting and she was there obviously for a meeting as well and um you know it, I, she didn't know who i was but i introduced myself to her and you know she couldn't have been lovelier she was very very gracious her her husband was kind enough to take a photo of us so yeah it was really sweet uh, really really sweet so that's awesome and she's really tall you guys i mean like <laughs> she's really like an amazon she's super tall she's got that like whole model thing going on you know? yeah. <laughs> if you like that sort of
0: thing <laughs> oh wow <gasps> so let's let's talk about wonder woman before them the real the real deal wonder the wonder woman i hear in my voice every day Taylor um how how did the journey begin with you how did you break into uh voice acting
2: you know like so many people do i mean i I studied acting, and then I studied voice acting, and um, I took classes, and during those classes, I was able to put together a demo reel, and then I was able to send out my demo reel to agents, and I was lucky enough to get one, and, you know, that's where your career really takes off, because all of a sudden, you've got somebody trying to get you work. Um, it's different now, because things have changed so much in the industry, and, you um, you know, it doesn't, people are kind of creating it as they go. There, there aren't, there are still those traditional ways to break into it, but there's a lot of people just breaking into it on their own. So I did it the old-fashioned way and, um, you know, have an agent to this day and they're, you know, they get me the auditions and I had an audition for, you know, to do Justice League in 2001, I believe. And, you know, it was very, you went, you, I had the audition, then I got a call back, went to meet Bruce Tim, Andrea Romano, and did my best Wonder Woman. And, the you know, the rest was um, was luck and history.
1: You're based in Los Angeles?
2: I am based in Los Angeles.
1: Okay. One thing with, with Wonder Woman, I guess before, you know, you got the role, you really didn't have anything to base it off of. I mean, as far as a reference and anything like that, did did you do like any, I don't know, research or reading of, any of the books to kind of get a feel for the character at first?
2: You know what? The truth is that um, I did have a sense of her because of Linda Carter. I mean, I'm old enough to have grown up with Linda. Right. um, And so I did have a sense of her, but the truth is, and I've been asked this, you know, a few times, the truth is that I was working for people who knew what they wanted her to be like and sound like. I don't mean exactly the tone of my voice because that's, you know, you can't really direct that, but, um, they knew what they wanted out of this Wonder Woman. They knew what they wanted Diana to be and who she was going to be, within the league. And 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 so that was how I grew into her, through the direction of Andrea Romano and you know Bruce Tim and the and the writers. You know Paul Dini, Dwayne McDuffie. I mean they wrote these incredible scripts. So you know um, it was just my job to show up and bring her to life, if you will.
0: That's amazing because I I think voice. People who cast voices are so good, um, especially in—well, uh, we'll get to that in a second. But it, it seems like the, it's it's very specific, very specific tone for what they're looking for. And when they get it, they get it. And I feel like with superhero voice acting, it's a wonderful thing because once you're in, you're kind of in right now. I mean, you know, across animation and video games and all sorts of things. Does, does it seem that way when you're the voice of someone? Like, for example, Kevin Conroy as well. I mean he's yeah, but done. But I think
2: that's I think that's exceptional. You know, I think that's ex- I think that's the exception. Um Kevin's career is exceptional. You know, he from Batman the animated series to today, you know, he's so closely heavily connected to that character and associated with that character, but I think that's rare. I mean, there's very little job security in in what we do and um, I think if you're able to do a character on a series and then get to repeat that character, that, that's the lottery right there. I mean, and it doesn't <laughs> happen often. I mean, I'm not saying that people who aren't in animation don't work a lot because I think it's a very small community, um, video games, all of that's very small and there are go-to people. And so people return to the same talent pool a lot, um, but the character, I mean, and you know, you guys, cause I'm sure you, I mean, you know, as well as I do, there are other Wonder Women, and there are other Batmen. Um, they they have this extraordinary pool from which they can choose, and now celebrities are kind of in in on it as well. Mm. So,
4: mm.
2: you know, to get something and do it again, it's funny. People ask, like, well, why didn't you do the pro? You know, why didn't you do that project, this project? And it's like, you know, we have no control as actors. It's it's I, It's we get asked or we don't get asked. Mm. You know, it's not like it's it's not like we're saying, you know what? I'm gonna turn that down. That's rare. Not to say I haven't turned down things, but not playing Wonder
0: Woman. Mm. When after seeing Justice League and uh, Justice League Unlimited, which I love, and then going on to Nether Realm stuff, I I was just really happy that you, uh, you're getting, I guess, what we consider the bulk of the work for Wonder Woman, because I think you do have the definitive voice for it. Tell us about like animation, like when you were doing like Unlimited or when not we. Was it, I don't know what the terminology is in voice acting, but was it, um, were you in the booth by yourself or did you bounce back and forth with other actors? No, or?
2: we, no, we worked together. We were oh. all together for Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Oh, that's And, awesome. you know, it, it was amazing. I mean, that really was so much fun. But, like you said before, it's really specific. So it's not like a bunch of people just shooting shit in the room and you know, they'll put whatever <laughs> they can on tape. Yeah. I mean, it's very timed out. You're not allowed to overlap each other like you would in a regular conversation. Right. Um, you know, everything is very, very, very choreographed mm. and, and you have to stay within that choreography. And right. so, um, you know, it's not like there's a lot of improv or, you know, I thought of something funny. I'm just going to put it. No, it's, mm. you know, you don't, you don't make your own jokes. You don't do any of that. It's all scripted and it's 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 pretty, um, like I say, it, it's pretty well thought out already yeah. by the time the voice acting comes into it.
0: That, that must take a lot of discipline uh, for an actor in general, I, I'd imagine, right? When you feel like you could just uh, run, run with it sometimes or like, improv or take, you know. It can and that, be.
2: Yeah. It can be. It, listen, I think sometimes it's hard when you've played a character for a long time because you have a sense of her. And if she's not written in the, the way that you feel, she just... Inherently is, you know, like in Injustice Two, for instance. I mean, she's not the Justice League. Well, I don't know if you played it or are aware of it. Well, yet, all the time. She's <laughs> okay, so she's she's nothing like, you know, Justice League Wonder Woman. I mean, there she's a very dark character, yeah, very different character. So, you know, but that's your job. You you you're getting paid to bring something off of the page, mm. um, but it can be challenging for sure. It's not challenging for me to not do improv or not, you know, go into a little of my own, you know, shtick, because,
4: yeah.
2: you know, that's just not my thing. But it is challenging sometimes to play her in different, um, you know, in different, um, in different styles, in different mm. ways that she's imagined by other people.
0: Right. You could tell us a little bit about uh, Just League Unlimited, a famous um, series, mainly for one of the, for one of the reasons being uh, Diana and Batman's dynamic. I think that was the first time they've ever had Somewhat of a, I guess a thing. I guess you would call it or whatnot. So yeah, let's call it a thing. It's, it's, it was a thing. <laughs> no, yeah, like, that's how they um, worded it actually in the in the, one of the episodes. But uh, <laughs> but that's kind of cool because so you so you worked a lot with um and Kevin in that respect. I assume.
2: You know what I did, except I didn't. Uh, a lot of times Kevin was in New York because he you know he has a home there, right. and so um, he was one of the few that I did not work. I mean I know him obviously very well, but we didn't work together all the time because he was always in New York. Mm. So often when I had stories with Kevin, with Batman, um, a lot of times Bruce would read, Bruce Tim would read with me and he would be my Bruce. Um, So, you know, that was kind of fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I listen, if anyone who knows me or follows me or, um, you know, has listened to me do more than one interview knows that I love... Batman Wonder Woman pairing mm. because it was just so it was so perfect yeah. it you know it wasn't a full-blown romance I don't think anyone needs to see that mm. and I don't think you know look like I've joked we don't need to see them get married and have children and you know and and pick out nursery schools for their kids <laughs> but the flirtation the sexiness the 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 other dimension to her you know so she's not just this superhero she's not just this force um you know she's this complicated person she Mm. has a loved interest she's a daughter she's part of a team where she has to learn how to get along with people you know it just makes her more complex which then makes her more interesting
0: absolutely yeah you nailed it in a nutshell did you have any um favorite moments
2: i mean I, i joke about um this little piggy because you know for unlimited because it's such a great script and it it gave us that moment with batman where he sings and we've used that a lot at comic cons Mm -hmm. um you know i can't i can't stop kevin from singing the song now (laughs) i mean he's just you know we're we're doing a reunion um in denver at the end of the month yeah we're all going to be there we don't get a chance to get reunited so um it's really fun to be able to plan this once in a while we did it in new york and we're doing it in denver and hopefully We'll have other places to do it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, episodes, too. I, I was watching oh, it today, I, actually.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. You yeah. know, like th- that rooftop scene is just, you know, one of my favorites. In fact, in, you know, when we were in New York, we we read it. We read that scene um, for the fans at Com- New York Comic Con. You know, and it's just, it's it. I mean, I love it as much as the fans love it. So mm-hmm. it's um, it felt really magical to be back in that. <laughs> and to have that with Kevin again, you know, it, it, it's it's very special to have that kind of chemistry with somebody and you don't know that you're going to have it. And then you do. And it's it, it just it's wonderful.
0: Yeah. Well, Kevin's a nice guy, too. He's a he's a real class act. Um, he is a class act. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I <laughs> just that's such a great episode. I was watching earlier. Really.
2: It's a great episode.
0: Uh, if, uh, for all our listeners out there. Just yeah,
2: This Little Piggy by Paul Dini. Oh, this Little Piggy. Paul, okay. yeah, Paul Dini directed it. I mean, I wrote it, and i i think maybe Dan Reba directed it.
4: Right.
2: So yeah, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's darling. I mean, I'm not in it very much um, because <laughs> I'm busy being a pig. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, but <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but I love the scene at the end where we're in the watchtower, just walking down the court, you know, the hallway. Yeah. And you know, I've got his number, and I—I I love that. <laughs> you know, it's fun to play that stuff.
0: It's even—even even the part where um, Zatanna says, "Oh, um, you—you got," I sudden mentioned like, "You were together." You you had feelings for something like that. And like, he didn't admit it at first and he was like, maybe or whatnot. And then you could right. you could see the and disappointment that's... in her face though. Cause like, obviously Zatanna likes Batman too. And it's just, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's an episode that definitely tugs at the heartstrings a little. I think.
2: It does. And that's what, where the show could be so brilliant. You know, I mean, I hear all the time from fans, you know, it was so much more than just like this cartoon. It, I mean, I, I've had way too many people come up to me who have, who feel very emotional about the show to be cavalier about it myself. I know that it has touched so many people in very big ways, so I completely appreciate that. Now, can you also
0: explain to us um, the what you feel might be the, the differences or the adjustments from animation to video games? Because I know... Well, you, you've done Injustice, the first one, Gods Among Us, and now you've done in- Injustice 2 with Netherrealm. And, uh, like, what kind of, I guess... Um, transition or adjustments do you have to make to uh to voice you know the kind of in a game in a fighting game yeah
2: you know it's just um so you're by yourself so whereas with the justice league we were all together um you're alone yeah and you're for this one because things have you know just gotten so much uh more complex with the technology it was motion capture so it was facial motion capture so you know you have a camera on your face and it's photographing you as you speak right. so that it can see your facial expressions and then when the characters are made and designed, they will have your expression and um, you, you know the lips will move as your lips have moved. So it, it's it's really quite remarkable um, but by, the most the biggest difference is well there are a couple you don't have a script beforehand typically. And so the first time you're reading it is the when you're reading it in the, the booth. And a lot of times when you do video games, you really don't know what the larger context of the game is. You know what your piece of the game is. So the director will tell you and give you some sense of um, context. And, um, and then you're kind of left on your own to imagine it and create it for yourself if you're lucky enough. Um, then somebody will maybe read you a line or two, so that you can get into the character a little bit better. Mm, right. um, Amanda Wyatt, who uh, directed, was the voice director on Injustice Two. She would often do that. She would read me in, so that you're not having to just, you know, act in a vacuum. Right. Uh, yeah. So it, it, that's what's different about it. You know, you're you're by yourself. You don't really, you're you're not given the script in advance. Um, the DCU online game. I, I am given. Oftentimes, I'll know. I'll have a sense of what I'm going to be reading. Right. But for for this, I mean, you know, you're just you're kind of flying blind. I mean, you don't know in most video games what the other characters are going to be, who they're going to be, and um, and sometimes you're not even. I mean, obviously with Wonder Woman, I'm clear about her, but. In other video games, sometimes you're not even clear about who you are in terms of the bigger picture. Right. And not until the game comes out when you're like, oh, I get it.
4: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Do you you get a different level of fulfillment uh, from working on something like an animated feature where you're working in a booth with with the other actors performing and feeding off of each other? than you do sort of saying your lines one by one because that seems like that must go on forever. There's a video on YouTube. That we were watching earlier. That is, I think, about forty minutes of just your trash talk lines before each fight. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, you know, that's that. The session can be really tedious in that way if you just, you know, if you just have to go in there and do that stuff. Um, having said that, I mean, I think when you can work with an ensemble of people, it's it's always. You know, it's always better as an actor. I'm thinking about it. I mean, you—they have you for four-hour sessions typically when you do a video game. Okay. And so, with DCU Online or Injustice, um, you know, you are you i am Wonder Woman. So, you know, it's just kind of all a joy, frankly. But you have to be prepared to go in there and, you know, just and do the screams and do all of that one after the other after the other. I mean, most people, most— produ- you know, people will have you do the screams at the end because they don't want you to blow out your voice Mm -hmm. um but i'll be really honest you guys it's all good if you can work and that's Mm -hmm. just the truth if if people are calling you and inviting you to be in their game or in their animated series or their animated feature or their commercial or their promo it's all part of what we as voiceover actors do and i don't really know too many who would turn down Too many of those jobs. Now, I don't want to be soldier number seven in a war (laughs) game. That you know, I I feel like I've paid my dues for that, and I really don't want to do that.
0: Is there like a sheet to read off of in terms of grunting? Because in the game, there's a lot of when you take hits, there's a lot of like, uh, ah, you know. And I'm I'm just,
2: you know, that's why you have a video. That's why you have a voice director, because the voice director will give you the context. So you know, in this, Susan, you're getting punched in the stomach, and then you've got to fall over. You've got to hit the ground. You've got to get back up. But when you get back up, there's like some effort because you've really been hit hard. Okay, go. And that's part of the gig. And it's much more complicated to do it to picture.
4: Right.
2: So with Justice League, a lot of the all that action came after we had the picture, mm. not before. So you have to make sure it's timed out perfectly. So that it fits what you're seeing on the screen. Right. If Diana is talking, if there's breath coming out of her, if she's, you know, doing heavy breathing because she just, you know, did something that really she had to exert herself for. That's got to be in there. If you can see her breathing on screen, you've got to match that.
4: Right.
2: It's, it's, it's really specific. And if you do it well, it's a great feeling. If you can just nail it,
0: it's a great feeling. Yeah, I mean, you you nailed it. I mean, every time I'm playing, and when you summon a different power, she's like, "Hell, Athena!" It's just, there's just so there's just so much power in it. No, you're, like,
2: that was really good.
0: No, no, it's <laughs> now, he's, now he's taking your job. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: know
2: what? You're get you're, in get, lines, you're gonna buddy. get in line.
3: I, <laughs> you're gonna be doing the show every week with us.
4: Yeah. While he's gonna be. Hey, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I like podcasts.
0: Do you, you, you know what I love? Um, and I, I, want, I really wanted to ask you about this one, was the moment where at the end of a match when she wins, she plows her sword into the ground and then pulls it out with all the sparks, and she's like, Yeah!" Like.
1: Wonder Woman wins. Hey-ya!
0: Did that Did that take a while to get just right? Because it's, it's like perfect in the game. I just love it.
2: It does take, you know, I mean, again, you have to make sure you have the right level of intensity yeah so the voice director um in this case amanda wyatt she's there to tell to guide you through it it's not like okay susan go she gives you the background what's happening because don't forget with the video game you know in the beginning um sessions I, there there's nothing to okay. go by you're just kind of in this you're in a room at warner brothers and um you know you have to make it come to life that's where you need imagination, you need right. to create that for yourself in that. They don't space. give you any
0: props. Yeah, I was thinking they don't. They don't have any like footage of the game or anything in front of you. Like, they do
2: have footage at the yeah. end, like toward the end. I had some footage. Right. I definitely did, but in the beginning, I didn't.
0: Oh, uh, that could be. Yeah, that could be quite
1: tricky. That that
0: could be. It's really
2: imagination. Tricky. Yeah. It's, it's quite brilliant. I mean, you really have to create it.
1: You do. Yeah. Yeah. I would
2: in have, your head. I would
1: have I would have one of those, like, fungo bats that's padded up a little bit. And so, you know, during the fight when <laughs> you have to grunt and win some pain, I'd actually hit you. So
4: actually,
1: <laughs> I, I want the real emotion out of you. So <laughs> I,
2: you, you got to show with the armor. But, and you do use your – I mean, it is very, very physical. It's not like you're sitting there
4: right.
2: um, not moving your body, not, you know, not um, kicking, and, and you have to do all of that. I mean, you can't get that sound. Without using, you know, obviously your diaphragm and your, you know, how you're breathing. But to get that energy, you need to create that energy first. And that usually takes some action.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like to to generate some jewels of energy or something.
2: Yeah, Uh, for sure.
0: And I
3: I feel like would your job of doing voice acting requires more of that than someone who's doing on screen acting in in some respects. Because someone who is... Who is on camera acting they get to use their facial expressions and their body language to Mm. to put some of their performance into that and you know you get the the feeling they're going for visually Mm. whereas you don't have that benefit you have to do everything you just have to make it come out of your voice
4: yeah
2: no that come out I hope you're the Canadian. (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Otherwise, it's just. What are you
3: talking about?
2: Um, But you know what? That's that's a really good point. Except the one thing I will say, where we're so much luckier than on camera, is we don't have to memorize.
0: No, that's true. Yeah.
2: You know, like when you're, you know, when you're doing a video game, there's the script. It's either projected on a big screen, you know, they, it's or you have the script in front of you, whichever you prefer. Um, when you're doing animation a series there's a script right in front of you
4: Mm.
2: I mean hopefully you've read it and hopefully you know you know you've worked it out but you don't have to memorize it
0: Mm. one one less thing to worry about so you can hone in more on exactly exactly you know I have a lot of respect for voice I mean there's you know a lot of people do voice acting but people who are really good at voice acting I feel like they have this really special skill and gift to do it because
2: yeah i mean i, I i'm with you because i have a lot of respect for them too i don't you know do i'm not one of those actors who does like a, a hundred voices but i have such respect for people who can do you know from like a little girl to like you know the <laughs> this the, the southern plantation owner to the old woman i mean they're just it's it's
0: remarkable. Yeah, do like a lot. Like, even like the guy in the Simpsons who does like twenty different characters or oh something. Oh my God,
2: they're insane. They're <laughs> but, insane. Insanely talented.
0: But you know what, like in terms of regards to voice acting, I mean, when you, when they have someone who just knows how to do it or have it right, like you with Wonder Woman, like even even though we have goggles on the big screen, to me you're always gonna be the voice of Wonder Woman. That's who I hear. If I'm reading a comic book, that's the voice I hear with Wonder Woman, you know, because you just you nailed it. I mean, when she last saw somebody in Injustice 2 and she's like Submit to me with that that power. I'm just
2: forbids you. Submit to me. Power!
0: It's it, it takes a certain level of understanding of how to project that for a character I think that's really awesome. I really
2: you know, and I'm just I think that it would thank you I mean, thank you and when people tell me that they when they read the comic books they hear my voice You know, there's just I mean the, the What people tell me about you know, their experiences with her, with whether it's listening to my voice and co- reading a comic book or what the show meant. Um, you know, like those people will say, you know, you were part of my childhood. You know, it just doesn't get better than that to, to mm. be associated with a character that is like as beloved as she is. I mean, right. she, I mean I, I'm crazy for her at this point. I just, she's a part of me. Um, mm. So thank you. I mean, that, that's very, very, it never gets old. Yeah. Hearing that, and, and we
0: appreciate it because you know, as, as as a lot of fans, so many different generations of fans are so passionate about these characters. It's really important to them who portrays their characters and who does it right. Who puts the effort in to make sure it's right and it's perfect. And and yeah, you're you're Wonder Woman. Wear <laughs> wear those gauntlets with pride.
2: You know, I believe me, I do. Are you kidding
1: me? <laughs> it's just she has uh, them on for, now. <laughs> uh,
2: Always. Uh,
3: Further to what he was saying about uh, you you being the definitive uh, Wonder Woman voice for all of us, uh, with the way that uh, the strength of social media over recent years, Uh do you feel, do you see when you're at conventions or anything like that, a a new level of support as more fans uh, can connect with you and know who you are, not just from, from watching your performances, but from seeing, in, seeing you online, interacting with you. At this point, if, if someone else is cast as Wonder Woman in any animated feature or a video game, guaranteed there is a backlash of many people saying, this is not Susan Eisenberg, this is not Wonder Woman. Uh, so have you seen a, a level of support like that uh, change uh, increase since uh, social media has become as uh, dominant as it is.
2: You know what? It's um, it's it's been a total game changer, and I can't express to you guys how much it has impacted me. Because when we did the show, so you know it was before social media. You go do the show, and you know it's special. You're surrounded by these incredibly talented people, and but then the show's over, and you you have to kind of move on. It wasn't until I got onto Twitter and until I started doing more conventions that I really heard from the fans. Before that, I had no idea of the impact. And the truth is, like I said earlier, as an actor, I have no control over whether I get to do voice her or not voice her. Um, and it is the fans. I mean, I, I can get so emotional if I you know talk about it. It's the fans who have been there for me all along with their support and their affection because the powers that be, you know, can go in their own direction. They they can choose whatever, whoever they want. Mm. But the fans associate me with this character and I, I've been really honest about it. It has been the biggest gift of my professional life that I've been able to not only voice her but that I've been embraced by the fans of this character.
0: Well, just to add to that, um, uh, to give an example that I, uh, earlier today, I, uh, I teased a little like Justice League Unlimited, like, a limited, like uh, still clip of an episode I was watching and saying, uh, we might have a, a special guest on later tonight. And, when, and like a couple of people like, is it Susan? Is Susan coming on? Is it Susan? And they're like <laughs> quoting Wonder Woman from the show and everything. Like, is it Susan? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I'm just as excited as you guys. So
2: Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's it was such an iconic show because there, I mean, with between Linda Carter and Gal Gadot, there, mm. where was Wonder Woman? There was Super Friends, which was extraordinary, and so many fans grew up with that. And then there was Justice League, but but both of those were animated. So, for a generation out there, and I don't, I don't know that the powers that be completely recognize that or understand the depth of support and love there is for the animated um, shows and the characters. And I just did an interview with the Washington Post and it was, it kind of taught David Betancourt, the writer. um, We were talking about that because oftentimes in the story, in the narrative that is Wonder Woman, the animation piece gets forgotten. It doesn't, you know, now it's being talked about right, right now in this moment in in time because the movie, Mm. but before that, it's, um, you know, you, like I say, the fans have always known it, but the people making, you know, calling the shots not so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, so
2: you know, I mean, I think there's such loyalty out there, and I think it's underappreciated and underused, frankly.
0: being the fact that we finally got a Wonder Woman movie, an amazing Wonder Woman movie is really good because it'll entice a lot of people who may have never known before or thought of before to You know, delve into the books, and of course, the amazing the animation that you've done, and and learn more about the character and enjoy her for for the legend that she is. You know, and
2: right, and And she she exists, like you say, in all these different platforms. I mean, the comic books, the 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 level of story and artistry in these comic books. You know, Greg Rucka's doing the just finished the Rebirth. mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like there's there's just such extraordinary um, work being done there. So, I mean, it, it opens up. An interest for the fans, for the movie, obviously, for the TV shows, for the video game. There's just so much of Wonder Woman right now, and and you know when you think about '89 with Batman, I mean, so that's from '89. How many Batman have we had?
0: Mm, Quite a few. You know, (laughs) and
2: how many Superman have we had? And again, I I I don't see it as a competition. I try not to couch it that way, where it's like, well, you know, screw them. They've had no. It's like it's all good. I mean, it's it, we need our superheroes, but yeah. I think it's just um, it's time for her to catch up.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. And I I even said on the last episode when we reviewed the movie, I always wondered why it took this long to get why it was never done before, and maybe the timing just wasn't right. I know um, years ago, <laughs> Megan Fox was considered for the role, and we're so lucky that didn't work out. Cause <laughs> 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 you know, so if 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 we had to wait this long to get it just right then i'm, I'm happy it, it did take this long because because uh, she will catch up quick because even in mythology she, she's such a powerful and heartful character
2: it was worth the wait it i was. mean it was it was worth the wait it's like patty jenkins like it all came together
0: oh have you met a patty like,
2: jenkins i have you know this you guys this was so cool because at the premiere um i was at the there was an after party after the movie and I was waiting to talk to Patty. I wanted to introduce myself to her. And you know, of course she's surrounded by people and I'm just kind of off to the side waiting my turn and um, she looks over at me and she gives me a wave and she says, "Hi Susan." Mm. Wow. And wow. You guys, I like I was like, "Shut up." You <laughs> not- <laughs> like stop it. You're just teasing. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, how can I know Wonder Woman and not know you? And I just thought, holy, oh, wow. holy yeah. crap, Batman. I mean, that's like, <laughs> Athena. yeah, I mean, it was really awesome. It was, you know, and she, I mean, listen, there's no better ambassador other than Gal. I mean, how lucky are we to have this woman? She adores the character. She, she gets the character and she is so kind to the fans. I mean, I, I'm sure you follow her on Twitter and and other yeah. social media. I mean, she's just she's just so frickin nice and, sweet <laughs> yeah. and yeah. kind yeah. and and like how great is that 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 she cares about the fans and wants to connect with them. Yeah. I mean, I think that the fans really get lost sometimes in this equation hmm. and man she will never do that you know she will never drop the ball on them. well
0: stuff. she has a generation of, of young girls looking up to her now too i think she oh, un- my gosh. She understands that responsibility i believe as well
2: totally
0: yeah she, totally she said something um, yeah. a while ago in an interview she was talking about how she read a lot of wonder woman preparing for the role and what really got her was how she learned that wonder woman always led with her heart she leads mm-hmm. with her heart and uh and she yes. always went with that and uh yeah, now we're we're really lucky to to have a gal, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad Zack Snyder cast her because uh, that was a uh, that was a crazy. You know, there could have been a lot of people up for the role, but I guess he saw something in her. That right, exactly.
2: Just, there were a lot of people up for the role. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it, I'm sure every actress of a certain age, just like with Wonder Woman, the anime, just like Justice League, right? It, it, there wasn't a woman I met in my age group at the time, who didn't come in at some point as a guest star and tell me they didn't read for Diana. Everybody read. I mean, it was just crazy luck to have a part that feels so comfortable. Like, like, this is it. This is what I was supposed to do. I'm supposed to read these words. And when I read the words at the audition, it it felt really comfortable.
0: Um actually can I ask you if you remember what did it feel like the moment when you knew that you got the role as Wonder Woman to voice
4: it?
2: Oh, it was crazy. I mean, I you know, it was it's a game changer. Yeah. And you know it's going to be a game changer for your career um for for so many things, so, so many reasons. I mean, working with that level of talent um it was very intimidating. I was really super nervous. You can hear it in my voice in Justice League. In that first season, I mean, it worked for the character because, you know, she was leaving the Mascara and she was, you know, going to this unfamiliar place and she was nervous. But it so it worked that I was so nervous, but I was scared to death. And, (laughs) you know, I would drive to Warner Brothers and park in the garage and, you know, I'd I'd be so, so, so nervous, Mm. excited excited like I couldn't believe this was my life I couldn't believe that this was happening
0: yeah. that I was
2: going to be able to voice this character but terrified as well
0: yeah and then you walked into the studio and you went I
2: didn't have to say hail Athena once I don't think in <laughs> Justice League it was always great Hera that I had to say it. It right yeah, like yeah. Great time. hail Athena was like you know some of the games so they have their own language Um, But the funny thing for me with the fans was always great Hera because, you know, I I felt like I said it every episode. Yeah, I was Mm -hmm. always talking to Hera. Once in a while I would talk to Athena, Mm -hmm. but mostly it was Hera.
3: I was not exaggerating when I said that that video of just the pre-fight trash talking was 40 minutes long.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. That's that's
3: a lot of lines.
2: Yeah, but you know what? That doesn't even sound long to me because that's, you know, and what I love about the video game world now, and I'm not a gamer, but... Um, I play one on television. No. Um, <laughs> I'm not a gamer, but I know I know the style now. Right. And I know that what's so cool about recording it is I always feel like I'm there with the player.
4: That's cool. So I
2: always imagine that I'm talking to the player, and I love it. like it 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 feels so natural to read the lines like that rather than just reading them and kind of not having a sense of who you know who I'm talking to and I mean aside from the fact that I'm talking to Batman or Superman or whatever um insulting them as you know as mm-hmm. an injustice too but it, it I'm always aware that the players there somewhere
0: I'm just so blown away about the amount of dialogue it's just it's
2: crazy with the, the realms Yeah it's a lot and, and you know I I mean I haven't played Injustice I've seen some of the gameplay but I haven't played it myself mm. I mean there are certainly characters who have more dialogue than Wonder Woman. I mean, she's, uh, who, so aside from Wonder Woman, who's your favorite character in the game?
0: Uh, Poison Ivy. I play a lot of Poison Ivy.
2: You like Poison Ivy?
0: Yeah, I, I play a lot. Um, Ivy, all the women, to be honest with you, all the women, I love all the women. I think they're all amazing. They, they feel more aerodynamic in the game. And, uh, uh, the the women who play uh, voice uh, Ivy, the I forgot her name, Robin. She's um, uh, it's uh, Teja Valenza. Yeah, she.
1: Yeah,
0: She's amazing, and and Catwoman, the girl who plays Catwoman because how she could add a certain level of sassiness to her dialogue, to the way she talks, in the show, and that just brings so much more to Catwoman, and how the the other girl playing who's playing Ivy, has this has this seductive foundation, how she could em- right. emphasize that and. Also, sound like a real subtle bitch because that's who Poison Ivy mm-hmm. is, you know. Of course. Much. And I'm just like I, I, playing this game and being a fan of, the, of these of these characters. I, I just have so much damn respect for voice act, especially with the amount Nether Realm was put out because, they really differentiate from one another. They really bring it to life. Like, yeah, they do. It's like watching. They it's do. like watching a movie or a show. It's really.
2: It, I mean, oh my god! I mean, and and honestly, <coughs> I mean, I don't know if you know any of like you know, uh, developers or people who work on the, de- you know, developing the game, but my God, I mean, they spend years of their life yeah. creating this universe yeah, it's- and it's like, you know, the voice acting isn't, listen, I, I think it's a major contribution to the game and you know, um, the value is there, but God, these guys and women are good. I mean, what they create for the player is just, uh, it's masterful. It's just it really is
3: they, they, and they get they get a, a big help, I think their their final product gets a big help when they have the benefit of using talent like uh, yourself as Wonder Woman, Tasia as Poison Ivy, uh, Gray Delisle as Catwoman, you've all been doing these characters so much. That you have that familiarity and you just slip right back into it, and that benefits their product greatly.
2: Oh no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I we're on strike right now with the you know in the gaming industry, the voice actors are because we're trying to fight for some very reasonable things, and part of these why we struck is because we we feel it's our contribution to the game has been devalued. Um, so yeah, I could not agree more. I mean, when you hire people. Who are professionals and who know, who know what they're doing and have done it before, and um, you know, you you just get better results. And I think the fans, again, like like you're talking about it, the fans appreciate that piece of um, of the game, the voice acting. It's, did you see how they like um, they so they made a connection with the Wonder Woman from the movie and. The wonder woman from injustice so like you could get her gear
0: yeah they um they released it i think when the movie was released right uh they released the multiverse thing yeah. it's, it's like you, you play in this world you have to earn the gear and, it's and you cool get the right wonder i one. mean that's cool it's really clever marketing though these developers because uh they figure out how to get you to play more because you got to play to earn this stuff like you know the the wonder woman gear that you mentioned right and, uh, well, and you, listen, know, you
2: gotta... there's a whole there's you know that's that's like a whole other end of the business. I mean, you know, we, we there's a brilliance there too in how things are marketed, how things are put on the in the marketplace for to be as enticing and um, and desired as you know, as possible as can be and so that people will be clamoring to go buy it you know
4: and it's
0: it's such a big market it now is. too You're i mean these, these games the it i don't they make
2: tons of money and yeah. no one's
0: even really talking about it no, that much crazy. like them
2: it's crazy the it, money they make and, i
0: mean yeah i could i can imagine the things you over here in, in like these studios are recording
2: yeah i mean but with, it, with you know game. i mean it's not like you know i'm sitting there with the money guys we're you know we're the no, very mm-hmm. creative side of it so it's not quite the same um, but i have mm-hmm. a question for you guys so if somebody, like a studio decides they're gonna do a superhero movie, and you know, like if a studio's behind it, it's like big money, they put a lot into the marketing, what does it take for you as an audience to believe that that person is Captain America, is Wonder Woman, you know, is Tony Stark? I mean, what does it take, you know, at, at some point would you say, yeah, I'm not buying that guy, or I'm not buying that woman? As that character. I mean, they want uh, me to, but I'm not going I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Does that ever happen? I,
3: I think as strange as as it is, uh, I I think a lot of that acceptance and loyalty is earned uh, outside of the performance. Hearing someone like yourself, who's been who has been doing Wonder Woman for as long as you have, and uh, I I think a really good example of this is Kevin Conroy. Uh, mm-hmm. When you speak to people like the two of you. Uh, it, it's really easy to go to uh, a convention or what, whatever the case may be and you can see whatever actor, celebrity, when they're speaking with fans, you can tell when they're humoring this fan as they're gushing about their love for you, whatever character they play. You can tell the people that are just kind of going along with it you know, to, as, as it's part of the performance. And you can really tell the difference in that from the people who their character means something to them. Like when you ask Kevin Conroy a question about Batman, he, isn't ju- he doesn't just give an answer that he thinks they wanna hear. Mm-hmm. Batman is important to Kevin Conroy. When you ask him a question, he has a passionate answer for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, you can ask him a, a three-word question and he'll give you a 10-minute answer.
2: Right, <laughs> sure, sure.
3: And I I think a lot of that is, in the long run, what leads to someone being accepted and and gaining that loyalty from people. So do you
2: think that, like, with with Gal, do you think that there was just, like, a natural, like, a sincerity to her that people just felt? Because people didn't really know her. You know, they didn't have a chance to meet her or really see her except for Batman v Superman. So do you think that that would? i mean, how—I hear what you're saying. So— but you didn't get that experience at all with Gaal. So how do you explain it for that? Like that you accept her as Wonder Woman.
1: Well, when she was first cast, you know there was a lot of nerd rage about. Right, I remember. Yeah. I remember. You know, they were saying you know she was too skinny. She right. was. You know, they didn't know who she was. They, you know, a lot of a lot of pretty vain things, um, and it just took time. I mean, actually, it it actually took seeing her in a whole different way in batman versus superman as not this frail person but you know she actually became wonder woman to the masses in that movie when she got knocked down and she kind of gave that smirk it showed that fighter attitude that's when she became wonder woman to me and i think a lot of people that watched that movie and then
0: that was improv too i believe
1: and that's a whole other element too yeah the
3: that, that's a lot of the same thing as what I sort of said earlier about uh, the on-screen actors having that extra uh, ability to, to do things visually. Yeah, she, she had that definitely. Uh, you can see that other strange factor about her when she's on screen. That,
2: but, and isn't that something? I mean, isn't that so incredible that within that, that 15 minutes that she appeared on screen, you know, she became Wonder Woman. For an yeah. entire generation of people, pretty extraordinary when you think about it, right? I mean, fifteen minutes, and every and people fell in love.
0: We never get tired of saying that we really appreciate the work you put into portray Wonder Woman because it's it's that good. Well, so I, and thank you.
2: thank you, and I love her too. You know, that's the thing. Like, I want to do her justice. Um, <laughs> pun intended. And, <laughs> I mean, I you know, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I take it seriously. I mean, I feel like. Um, She's an extraordinary figure, and if I'm lucky enough to be given that opportunity to to give her voice, then I have to, you know, really, really um, respect that and respect the fans who, who have associated me with this character. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, it's the fans are the key. They really, really are. They've been the key for me, and and they will continue to be. And,
3: and what better character to to be a part of than the one who is leading what is. I, it's guaranteed that we're going to see an explosion of female-led superhero movies now. Yes, of course, uh, of course. And with with what Patty Jenkins did uh, Mm -hmm. as directing it, as successful as it is. And so much with Wonder Woman is women. Uh, In the last couple of years, we had uh, a woman writing the Wonder Woman comics. uh, Meredith Finch was doing it. Right. Uh, So it's it's a lot more involvement uh, all across. And that's Mm -hmm. what better character to be, to be portraying them the one that's leading the whole thing
2: yeah you know yeah. i mean honestly it, it um it sounds cliche or hokey but you know the, the word gratitude comes in into my life a lot from this character because um she changed my life and mm-hmm. and she's given me the opportunity to meet the most um wonderful pun intended um people <laughs> you know like i've You know, I I adore. Like when I went to the film, when I went to the premiere, I didn't go by myself. I mean, literally, I didn't go by myself. But I I I felt like I was bringing everyone with me. You know, because Mm. I knew people would see it in the theaters. You know, when it when it opened. But I just felt like, oh my god! Like I knew I was going to go home, and I knew I was going to tweet about it, and I knew I was going to tell people, you know, whatever I thought about it, and. It just felt like we were all there together.
0: You really, you really are Wonder Woman. I like that. Hail Athena!
2: Hey, guys. This is Susan Eisenberg, and you're listening to Bat Force Radio. Hail Athena!